All right. Welcome back to Back of the Bird, episode 10. We're fired up today. Um, we've got some really, really good um, NLL news coming to you. Um, great interview with Jake Withers. We talk about some re-signings, my brother getting married, little workout crew we got going on, more uh, TV deal announcements um, on the world junior side of things. And then we uh, we dive into a much-needed explanation of what junior A lacrosse is in Canada. Um, peel that back, some new sponsors, and an exciting riot date. So without further ado, let's jump into back of the Take your first ride and run, baby, run. You got a spine of steel and a roar of thunder. Yeah, you make me drown, yeah, you pull me under. Your love is like an ocean wave, don't let my love turn you away. What's coming is better than what's gone. All right, so before we get started, we just want to give a major shout out to friend of the program, Boston Levi, for giving us that Wonderful intro music, um, former professional hockey player, now turned musician, chasing his passions there. I mean, the guy does it all, plays hockey, records great music. So he's got new music coming out May 26th. Um, wherever you listen to your music, whether it's Apple Music or or Spotify, make sure you check him out. That's, uh, that's Boston Levi. So without further ado, let's jump into Back of the Bird. All right. Episode 10, two digits. We're back. Back of the bird. Polly, what's going on? How are we doing? Doing great, man. Um, yeah, after a little uh, mix-up, we had a kid, and uh, dad life's going great, man. Yeah, what's that like? Like, what are the, just a lot of shit and pissing over there? <laughs> Seriously, that's it, man. Um, my kid's pissed on, I think, like five people so far. <laughs> uh, doctors, me like three times, my wife, my sister-in-law, my sister um another doctor yeah so it's, it's great man but no it's good man he's a chill little guy it's it's crazy though it's like yeah you leave that hospital it's like uh where's the owner's manual for this thing yeah <laughs> like, like wait yeah. you're just letting me take this like i yeah. don't have to do anything else yeah but uh what's it's crazy like, man what's the uh I, again i'm i kind of i don't really remember when my my brother um like I, I've got a nephew, but I don't remember when he was that young. I really wasn't around him. Is there, what's like the nap schedule when they're like little infants like that? It's just kind of like every three hours, dude. So he like, uh, he eats like every three hours and then like sleeps the rest of the time. He's starting to, he's starting to be like awake a little longer now. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, basically he's got to feed him every three hours. And then, you know, in that, in that little break, you're changing him once or twice. And uh, that's kind of it, man. But nice. he's chill. So, yeah. And then starting to do like the tummy time with him and whatever. He's he's a big kid. He's already he's going to be a big kid. Yeah. He kind of looks like he's like three months already. And he's like yeah, two dude, weeks old. Still, we talked about it when we had like the worst audio in history last episode. <laughs> the, I mean, first, I mean, we'll get into that, too. But I just saw some photos of myself and there's that kid's got like the best hairline I've ever seen for an infant born. And then I got to, I got to look in the mirror at 28 years old and fuck me. Mine's scared of my eyebrows. It's just sprinting to the back of my head. I'm going to have the Costanza. I'm going to have the Costanza horseshoe before we know what here. So. Uh, this beauty, get the uh, Scotty Campbell friend of the pod, the old, uh, the horseshoe at the front, the horn. Yeah. Uh, the tropical. I'll have the tropical Island probably in the back there soon. Yeah. Nah, he's uh, that's one thing that's been crazy, man. And I don't think he like, sometimes they lose it, but, uh, 
I don't think this guy's gonna be losing his hair. Like legit, I kind of think we got to give him a haircut around the ears. Like his hair's grown over his ears, <laughs> so I think we got to give him a haircut. He's it's just shoving it in my face. That's yeah. Bitch. That's like uh, I think I said this before, but that's like you feel bad because you know obviously I got some buddies that have lost it all. So everyone's like, "Hey, yeah, man, congrats! Like super cute kid, but yeah, he can go fuck himself with all that hair." <laughs> yeah, just shoving it right back. Yeah. Head. So, but no, it's it's good, man. It's wild. It's definitely a trip. Yeah. What's, uh, what happened? I guess it's been kind of two weeks here, but what, what'd you get up to last weekend? Um, honestly, nothing. Um, actually got out to golf. I golfed. Nice. And, uh, yeah, nothing, man. I golfed and then literally just chilled. Like my wife was still kind of recovering from the c-section so um yeah it was just dad life man took it easy i love it i love it well i don't even know why i haven't done this yet but there it is are you kidding me with that oh if you couldn't hear it or identify it by the noise that's a cottage spring that's what we're brought to you by cottage springs here and i just actually kind of looked at the side of the can 100 calories is kind of insane like how low nice. is for what this I know. Is. Um, and, and the tagline, I've never noticed that before. Probably should have. Every day should feel as good as a cottage day, Paul. I mean, true. You, fuck, you kidding me? So there's uh, we had a nice, nice weekend um, on my end. My middle brother, Mike, Mikey got married after over. Listen, this kind of blew my mind. And, and um, my sister-in-law, Erica, is amazing. She's the best. So organized and so like detail oriented she um she kept track obviously like how many days they've been together Dude, no way to the day to the day it was like 4371 days like 13 years before they got married and mike mike had it at like uh, 2000 but it was uh yeah really really cool um i think it's it's in, in certain ways, COVID's kind of given us like unidentified blessings, I think, in a sense. I guess that's kind of the, that sounded so ridiculous. But um, like just the fact that, you know, before it was probably gonna be like 150 people at a wedding, which would have been good. It would have been fun. Um, but, you know, it was only 12 of us in the backyard and it was just like so emotional. I cried like a little bitch. It was uh, yeah, it was it was special. I haven't cried like that in years. And like you get home after and it's just like pounding headache so drained i slept for like 10 hours it was just um but it was really cool so and, and in that, the morning uh the morning leading up to it my buddy my buddy shane's got uh i don't know if i've talked about it before there's like this little community kind of north of burlington it's got all yeah cedar springs You've yeah cedar about springs it. has got like the i think there's 80 80 like houses or cottages in there and the nine hole course in the middle so we played that in the morning um both my brothers my dad love uh, that and myself so my dad got out I, man, I go to pick up my dad in the morning. He's got this set of clubs sitting on the front, like, like the front, whatever front porch. Tell me they're just made of wood. Dude, Tell me they're made of wood. He pulled his fucking sand wedge out and it had a wood shaft. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, listen, you're not, you're not bringing those. Like, and he's like, well, it's the only ones I know how to hit. I'm like, you don't even, you haven't golfed in 30 years. Yeah. You don't know that. So he, uh, Shane was uh, nice enough. Cause Dave didn't bring his clubs down either. So Shane lent us his and, um we didn't screw him up too bad my dad was actually like he was not bad man like 
he, that's the, natural. The, the frustrating part for him, I think, is because he like he was kind he was like pretty good out of the gates, and then it just mm-hmm. like as they say, golf giveth and golf taketh away. Yeah. And, and then at one point we're because pl- we're playing a match, right? Like Mike and myself against Dave okay. and my dad, and yeah, um, like we're pretty kind of even, like going back and forth. Dave's playing well, so um. We're playing one hole, and I look down. It's like, wait, that's like the best lie I've ever seen. My dad was teeing up his iron shots in the middle of the fairway. <laughs> I was like, you can't do that. What are you doing? So, but it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. So, shout out to, uh, big shout out to the Conacher family for letting us uh, go up there and be kind of a part of that the special day. And then um, Saturday, I actually ultimately went back up there. Um, nice. Did it again got had a had a boatload of cottage springs and, and had some fun so it was uh all good here sunday was a slow day i had uh i'll have to tweet i'll have to tweet out the picture man i haven't even sent it to you yet but i got uber eats on sunday and like i was obviously a bit of a creature and and like yeah. i go to answer the door and like the guy was standing there like i told him to drop it at the door yeah i think that's what they do now and i just didn't think anything of it and like probably an hour later i go to check because like it looked like like i got charged twice so I click on it and he tried to take a picture of my food sitting in the front of the, the, the door. And I was opening the door at the same time. So you could just like, I'll put it out. I'll put it out onto our Twitter or something, but it just, uh, it, it looks like a Bigfoot sighting. It's fucking yeah. amazing. But um, so yeah, that, that got, I put that in the group chat and that got the boys going pretty good, but uh, oh, that's fantastic. One, I, one, I open probably oh, just getting like, up. Whatever hairs left on my head yeah. is just fucking going every direction. <laughs> oh, dude, that's that's fantastic. Oh, I yeah, love that. All good. So I guess uh, we can kind of jump into it. We're obviously we're gonna do, um, you know, our little run through standard kind of catch up. And there's a bunch of stuff that's happened because we did take that like week off in between. Yeah, it's uh, been good though. Yeah, lots, it, lots going on. A lot of good shit. So mm-hmm. um, I think you know, jump most importantly and like the biggest announcement I think the league came out with is this new, you know, TV rights deal with, with TSN in Canada. And I like, fuck, I remember growing up as a kid, like rock games were on the score or whatever, um, which is a yep. channel, I guess for um, anyone that's listening, that's like down in the States. And we're going to try to do this more and more is kind of explain things a little bit better, but um, TSN's like the, the ESPN partner of Canada in Canada. So having those games with the NOL on there is arguably the biggest thing that's happened all across, whether it's PLL or NOL, like the, you know the pll is a streaming service and stuff like that it's great that's on there and it gets a lot of coverage but like this is like a, a tv partner like we are going to be on regular tv um from the sounds of it it's a game of the week kind of thing and then um all the playoffs and then some analyst stuff and and which is i think that's pretty cool because it opens the door for a lot of guys like now there's jobs after lacrosse too right so um yeah i don't know what do you th- what do you think about it? you're obviously pretty fired up yeah no it's huge um yeah, like just looking at it, obviously the yeah game of the week. But then I saw something like I don't know if they're going to be streaming, like, but I saw something like a hundred and like sixty four games, which is obviously like our whole season. So I feel like fans are going to have access to every game too, not just like the game of the week, which will be huge too, because obviously like the NLL is growing in Canada, it's growing in the states too. But like it'll be huge because we have like five or six teams up north, so it's good because they can get to watch all their teams now so you should just be like the rock right the rock the rock the rock but now you'll you'll have access to every team in the league like so whether that's streaming or whether that's them on the game of the week but 
again, like it's just another positive step forward into, you know, trying to jump into, you know, this four headed monster of like becoming a major sports league, right? Like yeah. trying to compete with the NHL NBA. Obviously, like we're not even anywhere close, but you got to start somewhere, right? And having a major TV network and like the number one sports network up here in Canada is, is huge. So I think it's going to be great. It's obviously great for the league and hopefully it's great for TSN and can't wait to see kind of what happens with it. Yeah. And, and it, other stuff I, I, I saw just today, we're recording um, Tuesday night, but I saw that TSN also got the rights to the world junior lacrosse championship, which I, I honestly, and this sounds dumb. I didn't know what that was. Um, and I don't know. Do you know more about that or no? Yeah. It kind of like is, they had it like uh, the first one was kind of with I'll probably get this wrong. So hopefully someone just tweets us and, and <laughs> corrects us. But I feel like they had one of the first ones um, back when I think I played for team Canada in Syracuse. I feel like they had one in Syracuse, like 2015 ish, I want to say. Yeah. And obviously, again, to try and grow this sport worldwide. So they're having this world lacrosse championship, like world juniors, essentially the same as hockey, which is obviously like a religion up here, like during Christmas time. So, um, but again, that's huge because now you're going to see the stars, like the future stars of the game as well. So along with that streaming, you'll be able to stream it from Czechoslovakia, Germany, so on and so forth. Right? So I don't, I, I don't know. I want to say that it only has Canadian teams though right now. Okay. I don't know. Um, like I, I, and yeah. I I'm going to put, cause maybe it's a COVID thing. Um, but I wanted to say, it just said, it, it just said that it was like a Canada East versus okay, Canada so, West. So it's kind of like, okay. So it'd be kind of like a uh, U16 then where it's like Quebec, Ontario, kind of like something like that then. Yeah. Okay. Just... Okay. Okay. Well, so disregard uh, streaming from Germany and Czech Republic. <laughs> yeah. But no, but that's going to happen down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Because it... I just read it now and it just says that um, it just said, unfortunately, you know, Israel, Poland, and the U.S. Okay, um, they won't be up. able to play yeah. because of COVID. So they're just. I think it's a. It's all. It's almost going to be like a little bit of. A, yeah, like kind of like that. U sixteen, U eighteen hockey, where it's like Team Canada East, Team Canada West, and like they just play these series against each other. So these guys yeah. are going to start. They're going to start hating each other. Which, um, so it's going to be cool. I think it'll give. You know, it'll give U.S. fans or or people that you know down. If you got a Canadian kid that's young that's committed to that you've never even heard of before and maybe give you a chance to watch them. So again, huge, like you get grassroots and, and young, you know, sports, whatever sport it may be on TV, people are naturally like, okay, well, what's the professional level like for this? So I think it's, um, it's a good little feeder. And I think it's great. Speaks, speaks volumes to TSN too, for wanting to jump in on that. So I think it's in August here. Um, so it's coming up in a hurry. So it'll be a nice little warm up to, um, it seems like everybody's just getting their their damn fruits of labor, and we're just itching here, ready to, to take some oh, of it too. But I know, dude. I, so here's my question, and I, I guess this maybe I should take this off the record to uh, to our our union, our NLLPA. But like, do we get a chunk of that TV deal? I mean, it depends. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the union, but it all depends, right? Depends what the deal is. Obviously, like, I don't think we get a chunk of it yet. Um, we would be kind of, again, just speaking of experience, because I've been in this league since uh, it was invented. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Um, most likely we're probably paying a little bit to have them, but with the, with the hopes of fostering a partnership and then sponsors and so on. But yeah, eventually we will just like NHL, NBA, NFL, they all get a piece of that deal. And that's why those leagues are so successful because they sign these huge TV deals. So right now I'm sure it might be costing us a little bit. I could be wrong. But yeah, we don't know. But yeah, this is speculation. That's the other part we want to hammer home. But with that being said, though, if, you know, if this becomes a mutually beneficial partnership and there's money to be made, obviously the players would be getting some of that. The owners would be getting some. Players would be getting some. And that's that's the point of, like, starting this too, right, is to get to there so that TSN's making money, the league's making money, players make money, and it's all hunky-dory. So Yeah, I love it. I love it. So um, if we do, if we are getting paid, can't wait for the checks. I would love it. Let's get that. Let's pump that in. Um, Speaking of checks, did you get one the other day? Yeah. Yeah. That's that always nice. nice eh? yeah, Let's fucking yeah. go. That's a, yeah. that's a surprise. Like I, I just, I'm so bad at reading my emails and I want to get better at the union stuff. Hold me to it. I want to yeah. step into one of those roles. Eventually I, I'm, I'm going to start talking to Danny Mack about it. Cause I know he's, he does it for us in the riptide. I do it for that's, I do it for Rochester. That's the other part. Yeah, I'm back. I re-upped. Oh yeah, talk about player signings. Let's go, baby. Let's jump into. I don't. I honestly, I didn't write anyone else's player signing down other than myself. Why would selfish, you? But why would um, you? We're back for another year. It's uh, fuck, man. I can't wait. I think it's um, it's this is gonna be the funny part where like once we start playing games, we have to like start talking about our yeah. own teams <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no. I, I mean, I like. How do you not get fully torqued? when you're watching a couple PLL games and you got Jeff T put nine points up and he's going to be on our roster. And I get to play on the same side of the floor as that guy. It's like, okay, I'm going to make you my best friend. So I never, so I'm never leaving. That's uh, that's the idea. So you're I'm good. Pumped. You're good for 50. No matter what. <laughs> yeah, so you're he'll, good. Just, he'll just, yeah. he'll just shoot it off me. I, I'll, yeah. I'll fucking, I'll Jerome McGinley style stand in front of the net and just get hit by shots. No problem. Yeah, Jeff, uh, Jeff T. Yeah, he's gonna be, he's gonna be. What, what do you call it? A can't miss prospect. Yeah, yeah he's gonna be, he's gonna be a can't miss. The amount, the, you know what my favorite thing is about like lacrosse analysts, and don't get me wrong, I love like they do good work, they really do, and they they try hard, and they're, you know, I'm sure it's not the most glorifying job in terms of pay or recognition. The amount of times in our sport that the word generational talent gets thrown around, yeah. <laughs> and it's like does that like what i to me that's like generational is like wayne gretzky and then Connor mcdavid yeah you know and then it's like it's almost like every single draft it's like generational talent yeah no i hear you it's uh it's tough too because where this league's going eventually all the records are going to be exploded too like right now jt's record will never be touched but this league's going to more games, so those those records are going to get smashed. And think about teak. how think about how hard, like some fucking four year old that's growing up in Whippy right now is going to laugh at a stat book of like some guy that just played only 14, 16 games a season, yeah. and he was a teacher. <laughs> Still put up one hundred and twenty points. So yeah. somehow yeah. these guys like. I honestly, I'm going to do some digging, but I think in the seventies, like we should have talked to junior about this, but like when his dad was playing, I'm pretty sure they played like 40, 50 games and like guys were getting like close to 300 points. <laughs> so I, I'm going to look it up. I'll find it. But that like, they played like, 
like legit game. So oh. it'll be crazy. I love that. That's uh I yeah, like teams are sorry, like teams are getting hot and heavy here. Like Mitch Jones just signed in. Oh fuck, Vancouver's poor wallet. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's probably getting paid. Uh, be nice. He's probably got a new boat. Probably new yeah, boat as yeah. a signing bonus. Was, I got a Snapchat from him. He had uh, he was walking out of there with a, a few of uh, Elias Pettersson's hockey sticks. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Um, we re-signed Curtis Knight. We asked him for a comment. We're still waiting for it. So <laughs> <laughs> he's still thinking. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. That's. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like. Um, I think Ben McIntosh like re-upped. I, I we should have written this down because we're the <laughs> podcast yeah. kind of thing. But um, we're just, just happy name- for the boys. Hopefully, everybody got paid and got you know more than what they uh, more than what they deserve. That's what we want for. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'd be interesting, right? Because with the COVID year, like I don't know, but I'm sure, I'm sure. Oh yeah, again, hopefully everyone's getting paid and hopefully everyone's happy with their deal. And let's go. It's starting to feel real now, which is nice that this season's coming closer and it's going to be great. Yeah, I love it. Um, in, in terms of, you know, talking about actually playing again, the Junior A boys, they uh, were both kind of, you're you're obviously more, you've got a titled role. What is it? What's your title with it again? I'm uh, the vice president of lacrosse operations. I love, yeah. Not a big deal. Right. So you, got the, you throw the VP in front of anything, it sounds unbelievable. So mm-hmm. um, I'm the VP of unpaid coaches that just show up and help practice. Yeah. But um, motivation, motivational yeah. speaker. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, they're back and they're, they're, they just got the go ahead. Um, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is three weeks, three weeks of games, two games a day at the track? Yeah, it's going to be three weekends or two weekends. Um, I'd have to look again too. Yeah, it's going to be three weekends. So it's two weekends of regular season and then top two teams in each division go play the final weekend. That's how it's going to work. So um, obviously like, again, like uh, my brother-in-law, Billy, who's the, I guess him and Sean Carter, the head of Burlington Chiefs. Now he, he's done a lot of work to try and get this right to play or return to play, I should say, going. And then obviously having this new commissioner, uh, Mark Grimes, like he's a well-connected politician and, he was huge getting this going too. like, we're, we got a couple um, exemptions, I think to play, but then also obviously going into stage three helps. So yeah, it's, it's full bore, man. It's going to be awesome. And again, kind of for these kids too, like they're fired up to, to get going too, which is going to be awesome. And, you know, some of these kids, obviously like the U 22s, there's, there's all like that stuff, but it's going to give them like, one final chance to kind of close off that junior career, which will be nice for them for the 21s and 22s. So I'm excited, man. I'm excited to watch some good lacrosse, like watch some junior lacrosse too. It's going to be fun. Yeah, for sure. And I think, um, you know, part of, part of what I wanted to do with this was to kind of really simplify things um, as best as we can. And we're not really simple guys, so it's probably not gonna be that simple, no. but um, I feel, I feel sorry to cut you off. No, but, go ahead. I feel like we're kind of two brains sometimes. Cause I, I was like thinking before you sent me these show notes, I was like, are you going to want to like explain the Minto? Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah. I, I wanted to too, but go ahead. I just like to think that well, we think, uh, yeah. think so the same. I was almost just going to start it. Um, just cause we did, we got like a couple DMS, like asking, you know, what is the Minto cup? What is mm-hmm. the man cup? Stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so essentially the way it works is like, you, you know, when you're growing up, you play minor lacrosse, you play box lacrosse for the city that you're, you're from. So, you know, for Paul, when he was growing up, it would have been Oakville for me, it would have been Burlington. Um, and you play for them until, 
um, until you're 16. And when you're 16, it goes to junior. So you're no longer minor lacrosse. There's now it can get complicated, but we'll just focus on junior a for right now. So, um, so for junior a, the, the teams that exist for junior a right now are Orangeville, Burlington, St. Catharines, Brampton, Whitby, six nations, Oakville, Mimico, Toronto, Peterborough, Kitchener, and Barry. So if you're a kid that's, you know, you've turned 16 and you're not from one of those cities that we just kind of said, you go into a draft and then you get drafted and kind of dispersed amongst those teams. So um, once you're playing there, it's, you know, it's basically pro you're in a sense where you can be traded. Um, you can be cut, you can be released, you know, you, uh, whatever you can be healthy, scratched. Like that's where you're kind of forced to become a pro when you play a 20 regular, a 20 game regular season against all those teams. Um, and then I think it's the top eight, like a, like a hockey type approach that make yep. playoffs. Top eight, um, yep. And then, you know, whatever from there you go one versus eight, you know, and four, and so on. And I think the first series is a best of five. And then it goes to all seven game series. So you're playing a shit ton of games against these guys and you've played against them your whole life, life. So you hate them. And while that's going on in Ontario, the same thing's going on in BC and Alberta. So all those teams or all those leagues, sorry. So BC, Ontario, and Alberta, they all have a champion at the end of playoffs and they send them to what's called the Minto cup. So, uh, and then a host team gets in too. So then it just becomes a tournament at that point. So um, I guess I hope that kind of like simplifies it a little bit, but it's, it's one of those things like, and I said this when I went to school and it, I think it was hard, like guys just like didn't really understand like hearing it, but it's like, you know, when you're a kid and you're even in school, obviously you can switch, you can flip a switch, but like, I would have rather have won a mental cup than a national championship. And I think that that's, you know, maybe that's more, that's more of a Canadian approach to it. Sure. But just like the, the grind that it takes and you know how much it's like, you know, seven game series is no joke. Like you have to stack a couple of those back to back. It's yeah. like, you know, it just means a ton. So it's, uh, yeah. But I, I think know. that's kind of the, well, I just think that's like the biggest difference, right? Um, a lot of stuff in the States, especially like field across is just one game, right? One and done. So, you know, to win a championship, you got to play three games, four games, what on, right? But with Canadian summer lacrosse, like, Again, a lot like hockey, you're playing these seven-game series. So, again, to get to the Minto Cup, just to get out of out of Ontario, you got to win three seven-game series. Then you go to the Minto Cup, which is the Canadian Championship. So, like Danny said, you get a BC champion, an Alberta champion, an Ontario champion, then a host city. You got to play a round robin in them. Then usually it, it kind of goes back and forth, but then you sometimes play a series to win the man the Minto Cup as well. So you got to win three series, go play around Robin, win another series. So essentially you're playing a whole nother season. You play a 20 game season, but that playoffs could be like a whole nother 30 games yeah. to win that Minto. And that's why it's so special, I think for guys and why it's so hard to win these Minto and man cups. Yeah. And I, and I think the special part too, is like, you know, your team is, is comprised. You probably have, I don't know, like at least when I was playing, we, we probably had eight to 10 guys that were playing lacrosse in the States and then yeah. you've got, you know, another eight to 10 that are kind of local guys go to Canadian university or whatever, and have been playing box forever. Like you spent, you come home and, you know, instead of spending every summer or every you know weekend at the beach with your buddies, or then playing like pickup field across, like you're, you're playing two, three games a week. You're practicing two, twice, three times a week. 
so that becomes your summer, right? It becomes your, your every, every day in day out, you're with those guys and it becomes your family, it becomes your brothers. It becomes, you know, your, whether it's going out and burying a bunch of beers Friday night and having to show up and practice guilty Saturday morning. It's like, you do it together. You roll 18, 20 deep to the bar and yeah. um, it, it becomes really special. And, and I think it's, you know, that's, I think that's also part of the reason. And I maybe hopefully can kind of have American fans start to understand, like, you know, Canadians, you really do see them improve. At least I did when I was in school improve after every summer, it wasn't just about getting in shape. It was like, these guys are playing, you know, meaningful 45, you know, 30, 45 games of very competitive lacrosse. And I think one of the coolest things that I did, like I realized I never really got close. I don't even think I ever won a playoff series, but anyways, when, when I was at school, one of our, one of our guys, Connor Robinson, who plays um, in Colorado now, yeah, he was, I think he was playing in the Minto cup or, or something like, I think so. And so the Minto cup is the only other sport outside of like the junior Olympics that is an excused absence from school in the, in, in the States. So Ooh. it's on like the list of things like, okay, if, if his team's in the mental cup, he can, he's excused from class until he's done. And then he flies down here and comes back because school starts a little earlier. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think that kind of like just shows you how important it is. And, and I kind of was just getting chills, like talking about like that, that battle and that, like that friendship you make. It's like, you know, I still talk to those guys now and we, we just had that golf tournament and like that golf yeah. tournament, you know, we were talking it up, like it was fun and it was like a piss fest, but it's like, you know, it's a hundred guys that went to war together in different generations. Yeah. Right. It's like, it's special. Yeah. It's, it's so cool. And then again, especially, you know, granted, if you get to win, win one, obviously you always have that, that bond, like any championship, you have that bond with the teammates. But I think again, another, uh, one of the other cool things about these Mintos um, is you travel to like, used to be either you'd go to BC or Ontario, but now you have these host cities. So not only do you, so say you win Ontario and the, the Minto cups in Burnaby, BC, now you got to go live in Burnaby in a hotel for a week to two weeks, you know, grind out sleeping in a hotel, drying your gear in the parking lot. Yeah. And again, that's what makes these championships so special because of, of the hurdles you got to jump through when you're, you're not playing at home, you're sleeping away, you're trying to recover. It's uh, but again, it's those nights in the hotels after games, playing cards, shooting the shit you know, whatever, going to the bar, having a couple of beers, maybe in, in the off days, but um, it truly is something. And, and again, you're seeing more Americans, not a ton, but coming up to play in the Ontario or BC league and, and more Americans in NLL being like, Hey, how do I come play senior to get better? Yeah. So um, like, you got like a guy, Mac O'Keefe played for Orangeville. Casey Powell back in the day played for Toronto, right? So the I know leagues are starting like you see that upper uh that upper is it upstate upstate yeah. or something? Yeah. Which is which is great, right? Like it's kind of like like you got Lukey Pilcher playing in that, like Danny Fuck, What did he have? Nine tucks? Did you see that? Out of 21. Oh, <laughs> nine of 21 goals. Let's go, yeah, Pilch. Let's, let's get him back to Burlington. But you know, that's gonna those leagues are, will be huge. And hopefully that grows box again. You got like um, the West coast and UX box. But anyways, not to go on a tangent, but yeah. no, it's good. That's what's, and you see, that's what's making these guys, Americans more creative and better at field too. And I think we said it before, but you see the coaches now, I think coaches before didn't respect box across 
now they're like, Hey, you guys go play box across. Like, yeah, we see the benefits. I think before it was kind of like, yeah, crazy Canadians that box across is your savage. Now it's like, man, like there's definitely some value to go play box across. For sure. For sure. And yeah, like, like I said, it's like, those are the best bonds. Like still some of my best buddies are those, you oh, know, yeah. those guys that we played with or played against even right now. Like, cause you can yeah. tell stories and, and like, we'll get into, we didn't even have any mentioned yet. We got Jake Withers on today and, um, you know, Burlington, Peterborough, my second last year, we'll get into it, I'm sure. But we had a hell of a series and it was like, it was a blast, but you know, I listed out those cities and, and, you know, for the most part, they're, you know, whatever, 30, 45 minutes in, in whatever direction, maybe over an hour, you know, but then you get like longer bus rides to Peterborough, um and stuff like that there and, and i know before like aquasasne was in the league mm-hmm. you yeah know, those bus trips man like that's that's the that's where you learn so much about these guys like you're on a bus for four hours or like driving back in cottage traffic and it's just yeah. like you know it's 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 tough but uh, you know the best part about those games paul being able to recover and you know what's going to help you lionize supplements you can go to lionize supplements.com you know they've got all the great stuff no fillers Protein. I've been on a big, big protein kick lately, making the shakes with the chocolate oh, yeah. peanut butter. Holy smokes, is it good? But uh, so Dan25, still the code. Give it a shot. It's, uh, you know, if you want to be able to post, the, you know, sh- shirtless thirst traps, you're going to want to get on the lion ice. You're going to want it. You're going to need it. Especially if you want to do it two days in a row to prove that it wasn't Photoshop. So, yeah, exactly. I have um, to. <laughs> <laughs> those guys, uh, those guys are legends, though. They, uh, I was just running out and like they read my mind, send me a quick DM. Hey, do you need some more stuff? And boom, a couple of days. I got the watermelon this time for the EAAs. Oh, fuck. It is. It's yeah. Did I ever tell you the story of when I made your brother like almost like turned him into a drug addict before? Uh, No, but let's hear it. So love that. I think we're, I think we're in Rochester or something, but we're, uh, he was like, cause that was when he was like using the rivalist stuff. Yeah. Um, Which no free ads. Fuck those guys. Just kidding. We we're not going (laughs) to mention that name, but um and he like gave me some of it or something and it was like watermelon pre-workout and oh, yeah, 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 yeah. this stuff was just like you were feeling the tingles but the flavor was unbelievable and so we had to kind of we had to give him a patch and, and get him off that stuff pretty yeah. quickly because i think he was just gonna lose his mind but uh he told me he told me one time and it was actually now that uh now that you bring that up it was around the time i think he had his twins so he was obviously like you know, just getting shattered at home. It's obviously tough raising one kid. You have two that are, and I remember one time he's like, dude, I, I, I took pre-workout to vacuum my house at <laughs> nine, nine o'clock. It's like, that's, that's legendary. He just made a pre-workout and just crushed chores at like nine o'clock. That's amazing. Just yeah. put the headphones in. He's jammed, Yeah, exactly. Right? And just buzzing around. That's he probably amazing. like mopped the floors right down to the wood. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I'm trying to, oh, the other update I forgot out of the gates. Now, our American friends, I don't know if they watch it or not, but we got a, you know, shameless plug. I, I Obviously, we're doing, me and my brother, Mike, the one that got married, we're doing, we do the morning workout crew, and our crew just grew hey, by, we are, it, our crew it, grew by one. Yeah. Hey, you know, does it want to grow by one more? I would love, would love, yeah. a, love an invite one day. Yeah. yeah I mean, we got Sorry. room. Um yeah. But uh, yeah, our buddy Blake Blake Moines from uh, from the two seasons of Bachelorette. He's one of my buddies, good buddies. 
one of my buddies, good buddy, one of my brother's good buddies. There you go. Um, so he came in and worked out with us. And obviously, I, I mean, straight out of the gate, I'm getting a selfie with this guy. I'm putting it up there. I'm shooting the flare, trying to get some responses out of it. No, I mean, the only responses I'm getting are like asking me if I know if he ended up with the girl on the show or whatever. <laughs> like, listen, my lips are sealed. I can't say anything. It's, but it's crazy what the, what he's like he can't really do anything because he's under contract with like ABC. So he just like has to like shut up and stay quiet until everything comes out. Yeah. It's kind of, I, I always found that not weird, but like the shitty part of those reality TVs, like you get eliminated early or yeah, you make it to the end and you live, you're living way before like the season comes out yeah. or like while the season's out, but you're like, they'd be like, what are you doing? But yeah, you have like a, billion dollar retainer or something like that you can just ruin everything it's just seems kind of shitty but yeah it's uh the other thing like so then there's another buddy of my brothers and i know him too that was on the show this past season and there's been like three high point guys in a row that have been on it and they've just been like terrorizing the show. The first high point guy was like, he played baseball and I knew him. He was a pretty okay. good guy. Yeah. Um, and then he was like, became a born again Christian, went like off the rails on the show. Like he was like known as the crazy guy. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was this guy on the last show, Cody. And like, I watched one like clip of it and it just said like, he like went to high point um, from like 20, 2011 to 2015 and played lacrosse there. And I was like, I mean, like the, I went from, we didn't have a team in 2011. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then we were there, like, I was there from 2012 to 2016 and he just wasn't on the team. So I don't know. I don't know if that's, if you're allowed to falsify information yeah. like that. <laughs> um, or, or maybe he was like a club, club lacrosse guy. I'm not sure, but yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that's uh, got a bunch of, we got a bunch of responses like that on that. on And then I was chatting with him. I threw a couple like, subtle pokes in there asking if he could get me on the show um so we may have a future here he said he could get me on i just don't I have to decide if if it's something i could actually do i don't think i could take my i don't think i could that i don't think i could do it no i mean you want to be the bachelor not yeah. on the bachelorette like my wife always like brings this up like oh i'm like no, nah, I wouldn't want to compete with 30 guys. No, and then like yeah, she's just everyone's sucking. just taking yeah, everyone's just making out with her, like, yeah, it's like what's going on here? Yeah, I, I mean, and it's I would honestly love to see you in that situation because you're shedding it's <laughs> wires crossed. Hey, listen, you gotta yeah. pick me because I just pumped everyone's eyes shut. So well, and that's another thing, too. Some of the guys are such losers, just like dude come on like yeah i think if you're just like just be a normal guy and you got a pretty good shot of winning that thing yeah but uh but yeah we'll see so the other thing um oh let me i'm looking at the show notes here paulie we got a riot we got a riot date this weekend coming up who you got one i got one this weekend let's go baby so listen i don't want to i don't want to jinx it i don't want to pump yeah, it up that's... too much we'll, we'll maybe we'll do a recap of it um it's good timing too because ontario's now opening up for, oh, for yeah inside dining and everything so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna head to the city here and um and and see how okay. things shake down but uh yeah we'll see buddy it could be it's it's exciting times over here we're we're finally we're working the app things are i you yeah. know what happened you know what happened? What? I, t- I took the thirst trap and put it on Raya. 
Okay, and then just the DMs are flowing. Now, we're, now, we're, now the boys are okay. busted, so um, now uh, I don't have dude. any. I don't have any hatless pictures on there though. So um, I'm in a in a sense I'm hat fishing this girl, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's completely fine. Sometimes you just you, you got to do it. But we're excited. Just a uh, hey, nice casual dinner. Wear your hat. You know, yeah. uh, that's like, uh, oh, you want to go to a club? Uh, yeah, the, you're allowed to have hats there. Yeah, no, that club sucks now. Yeah, yo, I've heard horrible bar. things. Yeah. yeah, let's go to the country bar down the way. It's way better. I read it. I read, I was reading like the article about um, allowing people back inside. Apparently, it's like if it's at a club and you're on a dance floor, you have to wear a mask. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Like, that's. <laughs> That's the best part about this whole thing. None of it makes sense. Yeah, we're gonna allow uh, inside, but yeah, if you're grinding up on somebody, yeah, you better wear a mask. Yeah, and then if you want to make out, you just gotta cut a little hole in yeah, there or something. Just lift it up. You gotta cover your nostril, but just lift it up above your lip, like <laughs> Spider Man, like that Spider Man scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to go upside down too. Yeah. <laughs> well, that might be for later, but you never know. <laughs> oh fuck! Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, listen. Everybody strap in, okay? We got a new sponsor of the pod, okay? It's incredible because it aligns perfectly in the sense that the acronym is the exact same as ours, okay? It's Born on the Bay. So we're going to give you the run-through. If I butcher this, I it's not my fault, okay? Wait, I already forget how to say that word that I Googled before. Um, anyways. Here we go. Inspired by the raw beauty of granite shores, crystal clear waters, and an abundance of life that thrives in the biggest archipelago. <laughs> yes. Did I get it right? I have no idea because I forgot Arch- to. Archipelago in the world. Born on the Bay is functional gear that keeps you comfortable while you enjoy everything Mother Nature has to offer. Durable, portable, protective, and quick drying, all must-haves while you're making the most of your time on or around the water. Born on the Bay has produced a collection of essentials that embodies the individuals who are born on the Bay or reborn every time they return. You're going to want to follow along, check out their Instagram at born on the Bay and check out their new website that launched on July 13th. That's born on the Bay.com. Now we're going to give you a special promo code B O T B 13. Okay. So that's the same as back of the bird, but born on the Bay B O T B. And that saves the tax. Okay. So you're going to save the tax on any order you get. Gets you 13% off of it, and that's gonna be active till August 1st. I've got I'm wearing the I'm wearing the I'm wearing the fundy hat. Um, I like this thing a lot. Performance yeah, looks legit. It's a it's got I like I like the logo. They they went with like a heron logo. Um, if you check out the website, it talks about how much the heron means in um in in kind of a, a variety of different cultures, and, and one of the main ones being the indigenous culture as well. And um, something pretty cool that I, I think they're you know, I'm proud of them doing is um, you know what they're giving 10% of their sales back to uh, back to, uh, and I forget the name of it. I should know it's, it's, it's like a boys and girls kind of club for indigenous kids in the Perry sound nice. area in Ontario. That's so awesome. um, they want to get involved in that stuff. They're involved in Georgian, Georgian Bay uh, biosphere. Um, so a lot of stuff just based on kind of, you know, being on the water enjoying summertime, which, you know, obviously pairs well with what we're doing with cottage springs and stuff. So um, go check it out. If, if you're looking for some new gear, it's, you know, it's, it's high quality stuff and, and I think you'll enjoy it. So um, fuck me. That could have, that, that was good. Right. I liked it. I liked it. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to get the old uh, archipelago. Yeah. Saying, I don't know if it's but... archipelago 
Arca, Arcapala. I don't even know what that is. I'm going to look it up. It's uh, I, it's like uh, archipelago. 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 So pretty archipelago, but it's like uh, no, I can't think of it. But like uh, an environment, like an archipelago is like an environment. <laughs> Why didn't we just? Uh, okay, so it's sometimes called an island or a group of island chains. It is a cluster collection of islands. Sometimes oh. a sea containing a small, small number of scattered islands. So okay, so it's the biggest okay. one in the world. That's they got so many small islands. Um, where is it? Where? In Georgia, Georgian Bay. Wow. Okay. There's and a fun fact have, for us. Look at that. Did, did, I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> it's an educational. It's Sweet. an educational brand as well. Beautiful. All right. So yeah, I think I'm trying to think of, of what else we could kind of chat about. I think the last part definitely today, Tuesday, really shitty news again, but it's stuff that has to be talked about from more indigenous kids have been found from, from those residential schools. And um, my biggest message, there's a really, really good article an interview with Randy stats that the NOL put out. I need like it it strongly, strongly encourage people to go read this because it, it humanizes what happened. And it Cody, Cody Jameson, Randy stats, like Bomberry, these guys are so good at, Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's making, making sense of it. Like just educating. Like exactly. And I think, I think you said it last episode too. Like, it's like, you're, they're not trying to make you feel guilty about it, yep. but it's like, just, you, it has to be, we have to be aware that it's kind of part of our, uh, a part of our history. And I think that, you know, as people that play lacrosse specifically, it's like, we have, you know, an even stronger duty. So I've started that course I talked about. It's fucking crazy. Like, it's like part yeah. of it. I have to like pause the course and walk away and like, go get drink of water and like take yeah. some time. Cause it's, it's nuts, but. No, it's great. Like I said, just if you kind of if you bury your head in the sand then we're kind of part of the problem right um obviously like we can never make up for what has been done but we need to make sure like it never happens again yeah. right so again these guys do a good job of educating and what it means to the indigenous people and mean to them because they know they have relatives that were in that setting right and the terrible thing is that we're still at the tip of the iceberg, right? Like I think I saw a post from Jammer was like, we have a thousand schools left, which isn't great. But again, I just wish, you know, someone would just own, not own up to it, but like at some point, like governments and stuff can't keep passing the buck a little bit. Right. Like let's, let's actually make amends, not, pretend to make amends, do opportunities for political parties. Like, let's make amends. Let's do, like, the one thing in this whole thing, which, and this is kind of like a, a rule of life, is, like, you can always be a good person, right? This is where, like, let's be good people and, like, make amends for, like, what has happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, you can't you can't undo what was ha- what has happened, but you can acknowledge it, you can learn, and you can put effort, like, exactly. do something that you wouldn't have done if you didn't know about this. So now exactly. that you know about it, do something. So um i yeah i'm just trying i think you know to transition it and i'm trying to think if you'll if you'll have like a story that pops in your head but there's like th- thinking about on a lighter note on junior a lacrosse like i'm trying to i was thinking about like a story that kind of like embodied how much fun it was but like how much of a grind it was um 
but <laughs> this one popped in my head. I don't know why. The night before, we're like 20 guys. So it's a Friday night. We, we always did Saturday morning practices because I think our, our coaches weren't stupid. Um, 10 a.m. practices. So it was always just like On one Saturdays? eye. Saturdays? Yeah. One eye open rolling in there. So And that was only if we didn't have a Friday night yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So Friday night, all the guys that were from out of town would come stay at Burlington guys' houses. Yeah. And we would go like tear up Joe Dogs, which is the local watering hole. And I was down, I was at the fuel at the time, which is the, yeah, the basement, the basement bar yeah, where, yeah. where boys turn to men. Um, and we're just we're having a blast. Someone like dropped a beer in the middle of the floor and I didn't know I'm trying to dance. I do my stupid weed whacker move. That's like yeah. simulating. I'm doing the, I'm weed whacking and I slip and I land like, like high hip, low back. And like, you know, when you hit that spot, like that bone, it like actually like yep. paralyzes you. Like, to like, and then you got to go play lacrosse the next day. So we, <laughs> I'm limping into practice, whatever. And, and we get out there, we're 10 minutes in I'm, and we're doing, just doing like jogging laps of the arena just to get warm, like shooting on the goalies. I'm like, yo, I like, I can't, I can't do this, but I don't know what to do. So I, I, I forget who it was, but I had, I said like, okay, hey, first drill, I need you to just like come and pretend to just grease me in the back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was standing there and he came up and he didn't fucking pretend he hit me in the back. Somehow I got caught on defense, hammers me with a pick in the back. It feels like, it feels like I got shot in the hip with, oh. with a shotgun. I'm down on the ground and just rolling around. That was it for me. Like couldn't practice for the rest of the, the Saturday practice. But, um, I thought that was like a nice representation of just kind of burning the candle. <laughs> both ends. Yeah. I got, a um, I got this not so much uh, burning camp, but I got a funny story and it kind of, I guess it kind of ties into indigenous because it happened on six nations, but obviously I was still a goalie and junior and uh, we were playing in six nations. Then it was like a packed barn. We're talking to 3000 people and my family would always come watch. My dad would come watch. Anyways, um, we were getting beat, not bad, but a fight broke out and one of our D guys beat up an offensive guy. And this guy was like a call up. Our our guy was a call up, so he didn't really know. So he beats up this offensive guy, and he was a bigger guy. So I'm just sitting like, like my net, being like, "Oh no, oh no, <laughs> something's so anyways, happening." Yeah. So timeout. Six Nations calls timeout. And I remember just being in my crease, and it was just like, "Here come the boys, like one after another." On and we they were on offense, so we still had we were on defense, and they came out. And uh, anyways, long story short, I ended up fighting Tory Gardner because uh, he wanted to fight somebody. The guy in our the guy in our team didn't want to go, so, so you're like, popping Fuck. out of the net, taking yeah. Off. So you, do you, like, wait, is your move to take the gear off? Yeah, so I'm like, I'll fight you, and uh, he's like, Yeah, okay. Like Tory was uh, like one of their tough guys. We got to so, get Tory on at some point. Holy and uh, and I I don't know if I. He does actually. He messaged me. He wants to come on. He nice. he's hilarious because I live with him in uh, Victoria. He's uh, nicknamed a tornado for a reason, <laughs> and he was actually my first child. Yeah, I, I had Makoto, but he was actually my <laughs> real first child in Victoria. <laughs> anyway, so we fight. It's actually a pretty good fight, and this is like the end of the game. So I played the whole game, and I'm gassed. So we have a good fight, and I remember like escaping through the crowd going to the room and then you know you're so gassed you like start dry heaving yeah so everyone's kind of kicked out and i'm um, like dry heaving in the in the toilet because i'm so tired after playing this game and fighting and then all of a sudden like the crowd's trying to get in the room <laughs> yeah, they're, try they're trying to kick down the door so 
in between me like trying to puke i'm like shut the door lock that door <laughs> lock the door and uh so anyways we had to we had to wait like full-on game ends we had to wait in the room like to the crowd disperse like that's out of slap shot man yeah it was uh but like again it, it was so fun and we ended up having a seven game series against them that same year Oh, fuck. where the lights went out like i think cody kind of talked about we were beating him we were up three games to one and like in like i think the final like our deciding game we could have won the lights went out in the ila but like is to that this, a coincidence uh, exactly to this day no one knows what happened and then when the wheels came off and we they ended up coming back and i think that's when they won the mentor lost to the mentor but yeah it's like it was those are the stories that you like you always remember, which are so fun. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll we'll get into it, but I think that pretty that pretty much kind of like sums up what's what's going yeah. on with us. I'm excited to to chat with uh, Jake Withers, Wiz. Um, we both played with him and and um in Roch and obviously played against him now. So um why don't we uh why don't we send it over to that interview and then uh, and then we'll chat with you guys soon. We're pleased to welcome this Peterborough native. He was drafted second overall to the now Halifax Thunderbirds in completing his third season in NLL, third with the franchise. In 2020, he led the team in loose balls with 147, which is second overall in the NLL. He was rookie of the year in 2017. His 279 faceoff wins were an NLL faceoff record and a team high single season mark. He went to school at the Ohio State Buckeyes, where he was a four-time Ohio Ohio State scholar-athlete. That's got to be a lie. (laughs) And he played for the Peterborough Junior Lakers, where he posted 29 goals, 79 points in 90 games. He also played parts of three seasons with the Senior A Peterborough Lakers, where he won the 2017 Man Cup. And he also won a silver medal with Team Canada in the 2018 FIL World Lacrosse Championship. Welcome to Back of the Bird, Jake Withers. Thanks for having me, boys. That's quite the introduction. You did a lot better than I would have anticipated. Paul. What the f- scholar, four-time scholar All-American? Four-time scholar. Were, were you not anything at a high point? Like, I, I always say I find it harder to do bad than to do good at these schools. Like, yeah, well, no, I, I mean, I was, but I was just kind of surprised to hear my, my Peterborough boys kind of oh. represented there too. <laughs> there's a bad stigma around the borough. I want to, I want to kill it. it yeah. Some yeah. tough guys, but there's also some big brains. Okay. So I like that. Let's get yeah. ahead of it. That's good. How are you, how are you boys doing? <sighs> we're hanging in there, man. We're just, we're grinding. We're podcast guys. Now we got to interview the boys. We're trying to get, trying to get the game, uh, on the map, obviously, we, just, we were pumped up. We did a little, like, intro part before this and talked about that, the new TSN stuff, which is fucking unreal. So, Yeah, do you, do you guys – was that one game a week they're doing, right? I don't – there's, there's, there's a game of the week for sure, but I feel like there's going to be more access to games. I feel like there's streaming services and stuff like that. We really should be uh, looking into it, but I feel like there's going to be more than one game, but I feel like there will be a featured game of the week. So no more BR Live like Curtis Dixon – commercials for you know 50 minutes of the epic. <laughs> I'll, I'll miss those for sure my dad will definitely miss those oh and like, he's a big curtis dixon fan oh. well the worst is when it would just say like this event is now in commercial break it's like well, yeah. come on we couldn't have filled that space boys. Yeah. but it'd be like for half the second period or something it's like i know the game's on 
Yeah. Yeah. Unreal. But, uh, what are you doing? What's going on? I know you're playing in, you're playing in the PLL for, uh, Paulie's team down there, the dogs. Uh, yeah. But Hey, about time you guys pick up the slack, man. You guys were dog shit to start. Now you guys are starting to roll. So it's good. You're making me like, I texted you. You're making me look like an idiot. Now you're making me look good. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it's, as long as we, if we could just play double headers every weekend, I think we'd be first in the league. <laughs> That's the recipe for success for you guys. eh? the double header weekend warriors. But I mean, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, we have some injuries here and there. I guess every team does um, the poor Chrome. They just, they seem to be having a guy go down every game, which is, which is shitty, but yeah, I'm, I'm just down in back in Columbus um, for the summer. I, they kind of threw it all on us and said, you know, find a couch to, to surf on for the summer and we'll try and help you with what we can. And I was like, kind of up in arms. I have a, a new lady now. So I didn't really want to leave her for three months. And then uh, she, she decided to come with me. So I, I chose back living in Columbus and been here for almost two months now. So it's been good. We've been kind so, of traveling around. So there's like, I mean, I'm getting Snapchats from like uh, Holden and, and Ryan Lee. These guys got places in like Marco Island, Florida, and you're, you got stuck in sea bus. What the fuck yeah, happened? That's what all the boys are laughing at. They're like, you had any, every, any place in America, you could have went and lived for the summer and you chose goddamn Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome here. It's easy to get around, so I don't mind it at all. It's good. There's still some partying going on here. Loma, you you never came down to a game, did you? You ever come to to Columbus for a weekend? I I did. uh, One of my buddies got married in Columbus. One of the guys I went to High Point with, and um, we went down and and one of the guys that at the time he was playing for the for the Blue Jackets and like kind of set us up at a couple bars and like it was fucking it was a blast. Like I had a lot of fun down there. Torpy was Tor- Torpy was your coach, wasn't he? Yeah, he's a, he's a buck guy. So, yeah. But I mean, it's it's no Windsor, it's no University of Windsor, Windsor for damn sure. But <laughs> no, I mean, you can't, dude. Getting a uh, degree from Windsor—that's basically gold, baby. That just brings you wherever you want. It's <laughs> the gold standard. Where, yeah. where, where is like where are the places to go in in sea uh, bus, like around the university, or around the rink, or like where where are the hot spots there? Uh, well, I mean, we would always set up shop like right around the university on, yeah. on High Street is where all the campus bars were. So that's where we do our damage. But now being 27, things kind of change, obviously. Um, I, I kind of feel like, like an old man going into those places. But now it's more like there's a nice, nice kind of, you know, mid-20, fresh out of college. Like you just got a big boy job area in the short north. And then if you even go down by like Nationwide, where like the Blue Jackets and all that play, that's that's a real nice area. So. As you kind of get away from the campus, it kind of gets the older crowd, but there's so much to do here. Like people give Ohio in general a bad rap all the time on Instagram and the, all the memes and shit, but I fucking love it. So good. Good for you, buddy. It's in his blood. It's in his blood. Well, like I think uh, obviously we're, we're in a bit of a time crunch. Everybody wants the, everybody wants their whiz. So you got something, what do you got? You probably have a dinner date with your old lady. Is that what you got? Or are you coaching? Well, no, I, I actually, so I'm living in, in Trey LeClaire's room. You guys know uh, at least of him. Yeah. Yep. Um, they have a lease. Like you, you probably did it too, Lomas. You sign a lease and it's for 12 months so they can milk you for as much money as possible. Yeah. So theirs goes till the end of this month. So I'm living in his room, splitting the rent because the PLL, when it, when it comes to helping out Canadians, sometimes they miss the mark, but um, <laughs> I, I, I'm uh, living here. And then, uh, uh, Ryan Tarafanko, the guy in the Chrome, actually another team of your guys. Um, he's living here as well, and his girlfriend just flew in last night. So we're going over to old Coach Myers' place for the introduction. Wow, oh, buddy, that's a big fucking step. Yeah. Breaking so, news. 
I already did it with my girlfriend Claire, so we're we're gonna really put our feet up and enjoy this one tonight. Wow, nice. That's good <laughs> shit, man. But why don't we uh why don't we kind of like start start from the top? What was what was it like growing up playing box in Peterborough? Give us that walkthrough. I mean, the lacrosse mecca. I know Paulie will fight me on that, but <laughs> you know, watching even as a young young kid, you know, going to the Memorial Center when it was really a piece of shit arena back then when I was a kid and there's no AC and you're sweating buckets. My, my dad, like you guys know, you know, we always play hockey in the winters and lacrosse in the summers. And my dad played it way back when, and in uh, the little town I grew up in like 10 minutes outside of Peterborough called Keene. So we would always, you know, play pass and this and that. I got into it. And then uh, I actually started on the C team with, with Zach Kerr. So we were in Tyker novice and there's three teams and we were on the three team. And then slowly just chipped away, worked our way up. Um, I, had a cu- I have a cousin, actually, who's, who's a 93, a year older than me, named Jake Withers as well. Go figure from Peterborough. No, yeah. you don't. I no, swear to don't. God. I swear to God. And uh, he, he was actually better than me when I was young. So, like, when I started trying out for the A-team and, like, Pee Wee, he was whiz and I was keener whiz. And then uh, as, you know, I got better and better and he kind of went, got worse and worse. <laughs> I, like, just assumed his name. <laughs> He, he, he that's so f- you stole his identity that's essentially, yeah so he was told to kick rocks and i just kept rocking and rolling and i took over the name Wiz and worked my way up played some junior should have won a minto and and then uh the rest is history a couple man cups later but funny story about about my cousin jake like he's not i think he's like a third cousin or something but you know i always say to my parents like they knew of the kid like why the hell would you ever name him or name me the same name as this guy um, and we actually worked at no frills together in high school. And I was, in the pro- I was a produce clerk and he was a grocery clerk. So I'd always have to try and find my name on the, the sign out sheet. That was actually mine. That's unbelievable. That's How many times do you guys show up late for work or like different shifts? Do you think it's somebody else? Oh, well, or, or I would like, I'd try and take time off and they would assume it was him or yeah. he'd try and they'd assume it's me. And then I wouldn't show up and they'd be like, you have a shift today. And I'm, hung over or boiled or something after yeah. a Monday night game in the borough and things, things are not good. They're not happy with me, but <laughs> that's, uh, that's uh, I, the, yeah. The other, the other thing I just, I mean, again, kind of timeline wise, like minor lacrosse that I had written down that I loved was that like that Peterborough tournament where like, what I, was it like a holiday in like right on the water that yeah at the Laker classic. Yeah. Right? Like, I was like, in our obviously I'm biased, but that was like, I'm always the, that and the Hamilton Super Series, like the marquee tourneys, right? But, yeah. And for you guys, it's like, for us, Hamilton's like, seems like a day and a half away. And for you guys, Peterborough would probably seem the same. And the, you guys would always stay, or most people that I've talked to stayed at the Holiday Inn right on the water there. There's a nice bar out back. I know when you're 12, you're not out there, but the parents <laughs> definitely were getting after it back there. It's right on George Street, like the, the main drag of town, right? We have like two streets, George and Water. It's right at the tip of it. You can literally throw a stone to all the bars. Yeah, I remember. I remember there was just like we. I don't know like how we got how it would always happen. We'd always just like have like a fishing line, throw a hook and a worm on it. We'd just be fucking pulling sunfish out of that like right yeah. beside that like bridge, right along the water. But yeah, yeah, big old fat carp, and we'd always go fishing with corn down there and just see what we can get. <laughs> Tires and human beings and stuff like that. Yeah, you guys, yeah. you guys ever win the illustrious illustrious Laker Classic or no? I think. Uh, my my i think i lost it in the lost in like the semi or something that was like the first we were never really great though we were always like a b team yeah i don't want you to feel old paulie but was it was that around when you were 
going through minor back in your holy days? I was just going to say, I don't think it was. The Hamilton Super Series was for sure around still. But honestly, I don't think the uh, Laker Classic was. I don't remember doing a Peterborough Laker. I remember Owen Sound did a Windsor, and then we did the Super Series all the time. But that was the big one. And then obviously, like, Provincials and Whitby. But no, never never Peterborough. That Owen Sound tournament, was it was always dynamite. Like, Yeah, it was great, too. We always stayed at those, uh, I think they were called, like, the Pickwick Cottages or something. Yeah, 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 we stayed there, too. Oh, fuck. My dad would always station himself at that big main one and just put his speakers up. Like, these, I mean, like, I can't wait to be a lacrosse parent one day because, like, they, I mean – it was, they didn't, they weren't, I mean, sure. They did care about the lacrosse. Like once we started playing, but as soon as like games were over, like and going back there and just flooring it with the other parents, it's just, yeah. Like, oh yeah. All time. Just running around little shitheads out on the, the sand playing mini lacrosse. Couldn't get enough back then. No, just love the game. But uh, so I guess from there, well, there was some junior obviously comes before, before going to Ohio state, like a few years of junior. How about do you remember that series when we when we played you guys? I think it would have been like your th- maybe your th- third last year, my second last year. Um, in Burlington, and, yeah, we played in Burlington. Yeah, and there was like a fu- there was like the I think it, you guys beat us like two straight overtime games. One, you like reverse swept us. Yeah, you guys and, went up. You guys went up three bill or two two bill on us. What, yeah. I think it was to five, right? And then uh, and then we came back and beat you guys in five or seven, whatever it was, but. I just remember, and you probably remember too, like that Sean Young guy, the, the animal. Yeah. He came running down the floor. I think it was like game five or six, and we had to like try and change the tide. And big old Daryl Watt, who played in the CFL for a few years, retired now. He came running off the back. I think we sent him. And like completely like blindsided. The guy's like looking back, like trying to get a break or something. Completely blindsided. Probably too many men. Just destroyed this poor guy. <laughs> Like, I always thought this guy to screw loose. So he obviously hops back up, ready to go. And he looks up and it's big old Daryl Wad. I think he had to go just because he felt obligated to. But then he gets absolutely blindsided and then just his fucking shit pumped in. Oh, yeah. That wasn't great. That wasn't so. good for us. Yeah. Things think the, t- the tide did change at that point. But that I, there was like fights in the crowd going on when we were playing in Central. Like, that was fucking madness. Yeah. Yeah. We had a guy, Bar- Barry O. He was like our like film like stats guy and he was getting angry i guess and he snapped the whiteboard over his knee i guess my parents were at the game they were sitting right next to him and somebody on in on your burlington families start beaking him and they're trying to go at it i guess in the crowd but he's a he is i don't even know where barry is barry you hear this i miss you buddy but he's one of the biggest <laughs> of all time he's one of maddie giles buddies oh so gi awesome. you you play with gi right Doss? oh yeah i played with gi and against gi Long time. Who was GI? Is that's Maddie Giles? Yeah, Matt Giles. Sorry, oh, yeah, I remember assistant coach that. now in Rochester. Oh yeah, one yeah. Of the last episodes you guys were talking about nicknames, so I'll try and be better with that. Oh, oh it's no, good. It's, it's good because it's uh, the nickname part. Like sounds way funnier, and then we just have to explain it. But it's good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh. So how? Yeah. How the hell did you end up at Ohio State then? So like Brock Sorensen kind of paved the way for us Peterborough guys, especially at Ohio State with the pipeline. Um, I mean, there's like, there's not any lack of, of lacrosse, you know, people to look up to obviously in Peterborough. So like, you know, Junior and Tracy and, and Todd, a guy named Todd Richard, they all went down in like, you know, the, the late nineties, I think or early nineties or early 2000, whatever it was. But um, so it was always something definitely that was in the back of our mind, but once Brock kind of went and we kind of came up through junior and me going and watching them when I'm like, you know, 13, 14 year old kid, 
I, I kind of wanted to do the same thing. And it was more like, you know, we'd play box and then if we got asked or there was an opportunity to say, yeah, you know, we'll throw on the field helmet and go down to the States and chuck the ball around for a little while. And, um, I was getting to my senior year. Turner just went, one of my best friend, Turner Evans, who you guys obviously both know. Um, he went down there and I used to go down just on road trips with his dad, Mark. Um, and me and him would drive down the eight hours. I'd go see Turner and I kind of got acclimated with it. And then uh, Junior and TK started their travel program, Evolve. I had like TK because he went to, to Hartford. He had a, he had a contact still there and, and, uh, they got us in touch and I was like super close to committing to, to Hartford, went to one last tournament down in Detroit with, with the team. And we played the Hill Culver, some other big prep school in Detroit, like murderers row basically. And I had a good weekend. And then I guess uh, the, the urban legend goes, this is what, this is what the volunteer told me that my freshman year was that he was at the tournament and TK and junior cornered him at a bar and like made him call coach Myers. And we're like, you need to take this guy. And like Myers never even heard of me, let alone see me play. So he's like, when, when John Grant Jr. and Jason Klusky call you and tell you, you have to take somebody, like you're going to take somebody. So they gave, he gave me a shot and I went down and um, I had two years with Turner, which was good. But I mean, I feel like those two years for him where he, those were his junior, senior year, and he did a lot more babysitting <laughs> yeah. than kind of hanging out with me. Right. So it's, it's definitely a culture shock. And you, you know, Lomi, when you go down there and, you can get a 60 of Russian prints for eight, eight ninety five. It's, it's just not like, good. It's not good for know. anybody. Like we, I know I got introduced. 30 racks for 12 bucks. Yeah. yeah. 12 well, bucks. Dude, like, the fir- I remember like the first weekend I was at school. We got like, they're like talking. They kept saying Skippy, Skippy, Skippy's like, that's what we drink. And I was like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? So it was like, they would buy a case of beer of like Natty for like 13 bucks, whatever, pour it in a cooler, <laughs> take a like a, a handle they're calling it's so like a 60 of grain alcohol pour it in it as well and then just put powdered lemonade in it and just mix it up and it was like you felt like you were just at like a picnic having a lemonade the next thing you know like you can't even your eyes are scared of each other you can't see which way's up it's just yeah it, it was it's something special but the, it, the stuff like like college kids come up with down here to like enhance their partying is just out of this world like it's crazy there was the rules like that Gallic was talking about like that's yeah. a big thing like yeah. they're awesome like you could be just dead from a friday night you wake up on a saturday and one of your buddies is a a cooler waiting for you and you're back you just dunk your head shotgun a beer and you're ready to roll again like it's amazing like jungle juice we used to have big parties so we'd we'd collect some money from freshmen all the time have big old parties and then uh we would just get like literally a tub and like any alcohol you could imagine just all in there and then the whole night like we'd have like 50 60 random people at our house you just have your greasy hand with a red soul and <laughs> yeah. in there that's like, actually my- that's how covid started down <laughs> fucking yeah. ohio state for real like it was it was it was a great time but it was definitely like you uh our immune systems were on another level back then oh yeah that's uh i think we, we did like similar kind of thing where you like just mix the whole bucket and then like it was i forget what it was like we were doing like some sort of like a theme party or whatever i don't know with like the girls across team and someone had the genius idea to pour a fucking full tub of c4 in there too and like oh, yeah. next thing you know everybody's like riding scooters and bikes through the house like it's just, <laughs> there's so much energy going on yeah. just uh yeah madness but that's i mean that's a good little segue what's when you were there what was like your your go-to like watering hole bar or whatever that you would hang out at uh well everything kind of changed like over the course of years like my freshman sophomore year like i, I was like i said like it was a culture shock to me like 
I would be just going out and just being an idiot and this and that. Like I, I barely survived. I'm still surprised this day I didn't. And I'm glad I did. A lot of people that I have to thank because of that. But um, there was this bar called Charlie Bear. Uh, it was right in like the Gateway District, which is like a really nice artsy place now. But like back then this bar was there and it was like the happening place to go freshman year. Um, it unfortunately got closed down after freshman year for some reason. I think there might've been a few stabbings or st stuff like that. But um, Sounds like a lovely place. It was awesome. Like, <laughs> I, I used to love this place. So uh, it was like, you go upstairs and one, you go to the left and it's all like, you know, EDM and like, you know, all the different genres yeah. go to the right. And it's all like hip hop and R and B. So I'd always go right to the right and just kind of bump around in there. But um, then, then once that happened, it was all, it was all midway or Bullwinkles, these two big bars on campus that we'd always hit up. So um, there's all, there's all, there's a bunch of cool little hole in the walls that have been there since forever, just because Ohio state's been around for forever, but yeah. Um, midway and Bullwinkles for sure. But we were house parties are awesome down here. Like there's so many people you can go out literally any night of the week and find a, a party we, we were pretty locked down when, when we coach Myers runs a pretty tight ship which is good and why we probably had some success when I was here but when we were able to go we, we definitely throw some good parties for uh for some of the the big events okay. were you and hitting up championship that I could enjoy so that was an awesome experience when, when we won in 2015 but who did the the football team oh guys I was just gonna ask how was you guys hit up football games because it's like hundreds thousands of people to those games right yeah, it's uh, I think it's 110 now. My first year was 108, and then Michigan did went and put seats in to make it them 109, and then we did 110. So now we have the most, but it's like every single game we could be playing. Doesn't matter we're playing, you know, Penn State in like a, a you know a champ Big Ten championship game, or we're playing Cincinnati, right? Like what we pound by 50 points. Like there's 110 strong in there. Like it, it's like sporting events I've never seen before, um, but. Yeah, we won in 2015, and it, it was midweek. That was the one day of my four years that we got practice off the next day, and it was madness on campus. Like, they had the the Humvees out, and there was tear gas everywhere, and, like, <laughs> me just being a little idiot. Like, I've never seen this before, right? Like, in Peterborough, we have, you know, the city police, and you basically know every other cop there. You grew up with them or somebody you knew grew up with them. But, uh, yeah, the, the tear gas and everything, like it was it was just madness. De definitely burns the eyes. So that's unreal. So I, I guess, again, yeah, we know you're kind of jammed for time, but um, yeah, tons. you uh, kind of cool, like going from school, you guys all finish up and then, you know, you're, you're drafted to Rochester, which, which in itself is exciting, right? Like, I think I remember that draft, like no one really knew how it was going to go. Right. Like mm -hmm. there was like, who I was, was sorry. I was in the stands with, uh, with Bonesy josh courier so it was yeah. like me my brother josh courier uh kurt i think hazer and uh i'll tell it from my point of view but yeah you know zach was this you know wicked two-way midfielder and obviously like you made you made a name for yourself too but like zach was like coming with all this hype right because he yeah. was you know the next brody merrill type of deal blah 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 and uh, I remember, yeah, Kurt kind of goes up, or I don't even know who made the pick, but uh, then it's like, yeah, with the pick, we're we're taking from Ohio State, Jake Withers, and like we kind of all looked at Bonesy because Bonesy, like, big smile on his face, gonna play with my brother, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was like everyone's kind of like, oh, 
Kurt throws oh. a wrench in there, and the, oh, the, yeah. the, the record just fucking skirts to a stop, eh? Yeah. Oh, big time, pilots. dude. Yeah. And no, you're like, right. It's funny. Like, I was driving up with Shawnee to that, and I, like you said, I had no idea what was going to happen. You're like, I, everyone's pretty sure uh, Burden was going to go first. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like you said, Zach is Zach, and, you know, he's, in my opinion, the, the best player in the world, um, field and box. But, um, yeah, I mean, I had a few uh, – I think obviously playing for Hazer it kind of helped me and him being around me and, and working closely with me. He really liked my game. So, I went in there with an open mind. Um, I knew a lot more guys in Rochester, so I was hoping it worked out that way, and, and it did. And, you know, it was one of the best days of my life. Um, unfortunately, I had to play my rookie year with with you, Paulie, and, and some other guys and some other rookie or vets that really bullied me. But, I mean, it was yeah. obviously a great experience. But let's talk about how. <laughs> yeah, whoa, whoa. I mean, I was on the fucking team too, Wiz. I just didn't Yeah, play. I know. I know, Lomas, <laughs> but you, you were a nice guy to me. So, I, oh, I, yeah. I like but- seeing you every day. Let's just talk about how I made you the man you are today, though. Like you probably don't develop into who you are without some tough love from, from me. You're probably in a ditch somewhere without me. Let's be honest. Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. I probably would have been right off the interstate 90. But um, no, I, I couldn't have asked for a better, better team to go to. Like you guys are awesome. And even just thinking about today, like thinking about coming on here and talking to you guys, like some of the veterans on that team, like Billy D coming over for a year, obviously yeah. Gammer, Sid's last kind of – Last hurrah, like, yeah, I couldn't have asked for just a better rookie experience, especially with Shanksy and Fennell being there with me and moving down to, to beautiful Rochester and being able to take in all the festivities there. But yeah, that uh, was, that was going to, this guy's like, if Paulie, they're doing it to us again, just basically reading our fucking show it. notes. But um, yeah, you lived there. I, I lived there the year before and I like obviously loved it, but I like, I mean, we were in a bit of a, an interesting house. Like it was an ancient house. You guys yeah. had like a sick apartment set up when you're there. What was it like? Yeah, it was unbelievable, dude. Yeah. I mean the, the first year we lived in Brighton. Um, yeah. I heard your experience wasn't the same as ours. Lomi. Dude, <laughs> like, mine. So I lived in this house that was like owned by this character, big Mike. Like, I don't, I don't even, I don't know what the hell is going on. Brad, Brad Gillies found this place. But there was like one night, and like Brad didn't even really live in it because he like would just he would go stay with his now fiance. But dude, one night Laskowitz is like in his room, I'm in my room. It's kind of windy, and like I hear this noise, and then all of a sudden I just feel like shit all over me. Something hammers me, and I look up, and like the plaster ceiling fell off and landed on me in the middle of the night. So I get up, I'm like, because you know when you get like woken up and you're startled and screaming, like you're like whoa, 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 like that was like the noises I made. And as I'm doing that, instead of like coming to help, all I hear is Laskowitz lock his door because he thought someone broke in and started like kicking my ass. <laughs> so he just locked his door. Oh, look, but, he, he was still there. My, my first, like we lived in Brighton, like I said, it was a three-person apartment. Very nice. Like yeah. just a nice suburban. It was right down from Mount Hope. You're like the Chipotle, the Texas to Brazil where – do you guys stay there now? Yeah. Do you guys stay at that hill? Yep. Yeah. So yep. like in my opinion, the nicest place, the nice little part of Rochester. Um but yeah, it was awesome. Like Gillies was technically our boss and, you know, we, we, we would do appearances here and there, go try and get to the gym. Like I, I was, I got better and better with Gillies on my ass, but lugging old Shanksy to the gym sometimes is a tough ask, especially on. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, Trying Monday. to get him out of bed is a tough ask. I oh, think, geez. man, that guy loves to sleep. <laughs> he fucking loves but, like, sleep. Like the weirdest sleep schedule ever. That guy, like he would stay up. He couldn't sleep sometimes. So he'd stay up at like six o'clock and then, he would sleep till like two or three. And like, I'm trying to drag him to bed. He's like, not today, not today. I'm like, man, you got to come. He's like, no, I can't. I'm like, we're going to like Brad and, and John Catalano, who's like one of the best guys of all time. Yeah. 
is I'm like, he's going to kill us. Like the leeway that that guy would, would give us, he was a hard ass on us, but at the same time, he kind of like, you know, I think he liked us enough where he was like, you guys are ready to college. I kind of understand your rookie year. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people shit on Rochester, but I, I love it. Like it was, I just, it reminds me of like kind of a more domesticated Peterborough, um, yeah. but at heart it's gritty and there's some fun stuff like vinyl. I, I'll still go back there every time I play there. So. What a fucking place that is. It's, I, I, I think it, I've, I don't know if it was like a, the last time I might've been like the last home game um, when I was still on the team, but we end up like getting bottle service at the bar, which was like the most vinyl I thing. I, like they yeah, just yeah. rested the bottles on the bar. We're yeah. all just leaning on the bar, drinking out of them. We, we got, we got a booth there our last year in Ross before we moved to, to Halifax. Like thinking where the like yeah we'll get a nice big booth at vinyl. It's like you know where the dance floor is. Like we yeah. had to go all the way across that packed ass dance floor in the back corner. There's not a light around <laughs> us. There's not one light. So like they're bringing us bottles and stuff, and like you're like trying to grab like liquor and stuff to pour your drink. You're like grabbing people's legs and like grabbing people's shoulders. I'm <laughs> like, oh, sorry about that. Like it was the worst bottle experience experience I've ever had in my entire life. But it's a good story. Yeah. So. Well, that's but no, I, I, I couldn't have asked for a better, you know, first year in the league, especially well, I think we were two and eight at one time. Few boys can remember. And then we had that big win over St. Saskatchewan. Make the run. Yeah, we made that run. It was either yeah. we win that or I think sell the team. So we won that and went on a nice little run there and couldn't, couldn't finish it off, but it was a good experience. Yeah. And that was, dude, I still remember when we like got into playoffs and, and like, obviously you're, you know, when that run happened, like you were having a good year and um, like getting us the ball a lot. And I think that was like kind of obviously part of the reason Kurt picked you was like, okay, I mean, we're going to get, a lot, we're going to get the ball a lot more and we have a good team. So that's probably going to work out. Yeah. But, dude. I remember you just like destroying your leg and your like, your ankle was like broken or something. And yeah. then, what we, yeah like dude I, I do but then you, you you tried to play a game with an active stim machine on your leg like i've never seen anything like that in my life like lobber one of the best trainers I've ever had awesome guy uh, in the buffalo game i think that was our first playoff game or is that the last one we had to win the regular season either way yeah it was a must win so we won it i get hit or something twist my ankle high ankle sprain. i can barely run around i had adrenaline pumping so i finished the game Last face off, I win it. I'm running around. Next thing you know, no other than Shawnee, Sean Evans is running at me, like just like black eyed. Yeah. Foaming out of the mouth. I'm like, oh, please, Shawnee. Like, you can tell I'm hurt. I'm injured. He's coming out. He starts slashing me, like trying to get me in the legs. I'm like, dude, my ankle's broken, basically. Like, just leave me alone. He's like, slashing me in the face. Like, Polly knows all about it. Like, what he's like when he gets like that. And I'm just like, oh man, give me a break. So then we, we go on to play the next game. I'm like, I don't think I can play. I get doctored up in the back room. If you know what I'm saying? Um, and then uh, they put a, an active stem machine on my leg and tape it up around. So it's like vibrating as I'm trying to like focus for this first face off. Like, <laughs> and it's not like a little like vibration. It's like my whole leg is just shaking. So yeah. You had a cast on with like four or five of them. And oh, uh, the only reason I think they did that is because uh, obviously I was about to take over the whole face off. Holy fuck. We got to get this guy to play. Cause this guy doesn't know what he's doing. I was trying to get coached up by you. I was like, dude, I got no idea what the, hey, the whole, the whole shoot around. Paulie's just clamping in the middle by himself. Yeah. Getting warm. 
Yeah, but with that said, like you, you were you were the, the reason for change there, Paulie. Now look at all these high school, the college game. It's all stand up because they saw old Paulie out there giving her dominating, dominated. You've changed the game. Yeah, but no, it was it was good. I, I think I took it off after the first quarter. Yeah, like, you were done with it. It was like what, like what, what's going on? Like I'm watching the game. I had a great seat from the stands, but I'm like fucking. I'm you know in the press box basically i can see lights blinking on your leg there's like wires hanging off it's like i don't think this is gonna work boys no so well well we got through we made it and it healed up fine so yeah i'm still uh, giving yeah love it but uh yeah so i guess moving on from there like fuck man what a hit it's been moving that team to halifax eh yes i mean it it couldn't have worked out any better I, i obviously was kind of not upset but i was definitely gonna miss rochester when we moved like i mean i had two good years there um, like I said, lived there two years, like the, the second, the second year there, they really hooked us up with an apartment. I don't know if you guys ever came. No, that's, that's sorry. That's the one I was talking about. That's when I came, we went to the Americans game the one day and I came down early, but yeah, your place was like, it was like a nice penthouse, beautiful, brand new. Yeah. Like it was awesome. Great guy had like electric shutters, like the whole one, yeah. like side of the room was, was all glass. It was, it was, it was a nice spot, but, um, yeah, and then we moved to, to Halifax, and it's worked out like you know a tenfold from what I would have expected. And and the year that we had before COVID kind of put a damper on it was, I think we started off with like sixty five hundred, and and by the end of it we had a, a few like close games. We had one of the craziest games I played against, uh, played ever played in against Saskatchewan when they we were down like nine goals, and Shanks he just did his yeah. thing and scored like seven in a row, and then we ended up going to overtime and. I think uh, Benny Mack scored and they called it off and then Jammer scored and double overtime. They called it off and then eventually messenger scored and won the game. But like the fans in there, it's the loudest sporting game I've ever played in. Like it's, it's such a good arena for the cross and the fan base is awesome. And the city is amazing. And you can guys probably test this. I think you guys both went out after we played and it's, it's definitely a fun city. Oh fuck that! <clears throat> that what's the what's the bar that's got like the two levels to it? The Thunderdome. Like, is that what, I, dude? I just remember I don't even remember the name of it, but I remember going like they had like live music going, like you stand we're standing on different levels, like everyone's just buzzing around. It was, and then you the dangerous part is having that fucking casino like afterwards because you're yeah. like, oh, I'm all bug eyed. What a perfect time to go waste yeah. all my money. Like, yeah, you, you take at least a fraction of your game check out there every every weekend. Yeah. But yeah. I know some guys like nobody really on our team, but uh, some guys that have came in and like instead of you know going for pregame lunch, they go for pregame blackjack. And a couple guys don't mind throwing the cards around like in no, I think a pregame. Few, I think a few on your team actually, Paul, here were the guys that were had, yeah, they, uh, coming there's out a couple and played. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> they, playing uh, for free of that weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's uh, yeah, the downtown, and it's like right out of the arena too, which is like super cool and like downtown Halifax you're like walking distance everything it's uh it's unbelievable obviously it's like a little cold in the winter but yeah yeah, man it's uh you guys hit a home run but it also helps like you guys being a good team too Mm -hmm. like winning winning early but I mean yeah I think it's I think it's a home run and yeah it's it's a lot of fun I mean you got what is it Acadia there like the university's in Acadia there's there's Acadia there's Dalhousie and yeah so we got in St. FX I think it's called yeah, so you got a nice, like, young crowd, too, which, yeah. like, you know, we're trying to draw in, but no, nah, it's it's super fun down there. Yeah, and, I, I mean, 
Kurt, Kurt does a great job. And, and when he sees a good opportunity, he jumps at it and he's assembled a good, you know, it can ask for a better coaching staff and a better team. I mean, we got rid of some of the dead weight, like, like Polly and a few of the other guys, but. <laughs> no, Polly, Polly stayed in Raj. He's true. Yeah, exactly. I don't turn my back on the faithful buddy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're a loyal guy. I appreciate you that. Just, I appreciate about you. I came back. You stabbed him in the back, buddy. So <laughs> I still got Billy D with me, which is a blessing. Yeah, you can't hate that. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Right. Fuck, I've had, we've had some nights with that guy. I love him to death. You want to get him on here whenever you guys get a chance. Yeah, yeah, we do. He's got fucking. We would. We have to sit down with him for four years. He's <laughs> he's got so many stories jam packed into like a fifteen year career. It's just yeah, what a weapon. But dude. Tell me, I obviously I knew like because you would I would always fucking be on your ass when we were playing together to try to to try to play Fortnite with you because I was just junk and I needed I needed the help and every time you're just not joining my party and whatever. So I got haven't turned my Xbox on in about five years. But what's going on with the streaming front, man? I love that stuff. What are you What are you doing? With well, it? I mean, video games always been like a something I really like to do, like equally as much as the cross. Is that because um, you have no friends? <laughs> Maybe back in the day, yeah, and then I'm slightly <laughs> addicted. But uh, I used to, you know, grind hard out my on the keen Wi-Fi, and you know, I could barely get through a game. But now, uh, you know, I, I played Fortnite a bunch in Rochester, and now I've kind of moved to Warzone. And um, you know, over the past year, two years now with, with COVID and stuff, I had a lot of time on my hands. So uh, I'm a pretty avid like Twitch watcher. Um, so. I just got to the point. I was like, you know what? I might as well try this. I got the laptop. I got everything. My buddy's pretty tech savvy when it comes to this stuff. Got my own little personal cello when it comes to, to streaming. Yeah. Um, well, so he doesn't fucking know, know shit then. That's, that's our, <laughs> our so He's our tech guy, but he doesn't know any tech. <laughs> but uh, so I was like, I'm going to play him anyway. So I might as well, you know, try and use, use my platform a little bit to, to share some of it. And uh, I think I got, you know, not too bad over the past couple of years and, just been grinding away, especially over, you know, the past two months being down here now and, and really traveling Thursday to Sundays. Um, I have a lot of downtime during the day after workouts and stuff. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go for it. And it's kind of where the world's going. Yeah. And like I said, it's something I'm definitely interested in. So, um, yeah. Well, and, you, and you see, like, you see, I mean, a bunch of NHL guys, NBA guys, like NFL guys, they're all doing it too. Right. Like it's, it's uh it's a good way to almost like throw yourself out there and connect. Like if someone does want to watch or whatever, it's a good way to kind of connect with people. Like the, exactly. the fucking the new girlfriend must just hate it though no she actually plays with me sometimes so no I, yeah. I knew that was Are gonna you be there i knew kidding? it like you guys met online didn't you, you <laughs> no no you I shot grew, her you I shot up, her i grew up with her and she's from Keene as well and, and, and peterborough and oh it's a small town love affair i love that very, very small town but um fourth cousin she, my, 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 she's also on. named she's also named jake withers <laughs> but uh no, she, my roommate had uh, bought an Xbox for like 40 bucks or something. And then he played it like twice, sucked and hated it. So she purchased it off him for 40 bucks. And some, sometimes when I'm having some long, uh, long shifts. She'll hop online with the guys and play. I like playing with her because the way that Warzone works, it's all skill-based matchmaking. So they like, will take your statistics and link you up with other, excuse me, other guys around you that have like kind of the same KD, kill death yeah. and all that. So when I play with her, she's got like, a point zero five, like so you're just two. fucking you're just padding the stats when you're playing with her i'm just mowing down little you know <laughs> fifth fifth five six-year-old kids are you uh you chirping online you got the headset are you coming after people uh 
No, I have a buddy back home that was pretty ruthless with the kid. <laughs> the good part about Warzone is like when you kill a guy, it, there's a death chat or like a death mic. So like you can hear them for like five seconds after. So sometimes you get some funny ones. Yeah. And then at the end of the game, if you like make it all the way to end game and like win or lose, if you stick around it, like, you know, the helicopter comes flying down and picks you up and it shows who wins it. And you can like talk shit to whoever's in that, whoever's still in the game. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> If we play like a hacker or like somebody who, you know, a team that we don't really like, like he will absolutely go off. And, and I, I'm not really, I don't really like that stuff. Cause I'm, I don't like, you know, it's, you never know who's recording this and that. I'm not, it's not oh, like yeah. yeah. Come like, back to bite you. And then you get a death, like yeah. you throw a death threat by accidentally or something. Like it's. Yeah. Like, in the heat of the moment. Right. Like something like that. But like he, he's, he's a Peterborough guy. Awesome dude. He's hilarious. And, he comes out with some fucking hilarious things and we're just cheesing on the other end of the mic. That's, that's amazing. Paul, you definitely can't play that because you're wired no. across and you would say yeah. some fucking nuts shit. Mike be, or, uh, Paul would be telling guys that he's going to kill him and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd, be in, I'd be in jail. He, he said that to fucking Saskatchewan's owner, so I, I'm sure he's got no problem telling a fifth grader to go fuck him. I think he, he's told me that a few times, honestly. <laughs> I told you that. That's a. That I told you that when you were on that boat for the July Fourth weekend or whatever, we had a playoff oh, game. Yeah. Here's Wizzy, Shanksy, Brad Gillies just getting boiled on like a Monday. We got a playoff game Friday. I just came right after him. Came in so hot. We took it caught in Springs though, so you should be thanking. There us. it is. That's yeah. it. That's what we needed out of him. Uh, yeah, that wasn't one of our better decisions for sure. That's definitely a welcome to the league moment. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> hey. Look where you are now, right? I have to give you a little pee-pee whack. <laughs> so, so what's, uh, I guess, you know, you talked a little bit about it, but what's, uh, what's the PLL life been? What was that bubble like? Did, were you, did you go to it? You were there, right? Yeah, I was there in Utah. It was a lot different than uh, you, you at the MLL bubble. I'll say that much. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. It was very professional, very, very buttoned up. It was awesome. Like I, I couldn't have asked for a better experience and, you know, like coming out of college right away and then playing like any guys that have been asking me this season, like, isn't a lot of lacrosse playing, you know, both pro leagues and then MSL we're playing two games a week and then flying it every weekend. It's like right out of college when you're still kind of in it, like you really have nothing to lose. You're like, this is awesome. They're paying us to play. Um, so I played in the MLL for a summer and then MSL and then the, the NLL. And then um, I just kind of got like sick and tired of field lacrosse. Like, you know, playing every single day for the past, you know, 2000 days doing four years of college and right into pros and this and that, it was like, I just kind of want to break. So I, I kind of got away from, from field after the worlds. And, um, you know, I got the opportunity to go play for coach Cope and the water dogs. And Zach was a big advocate for that. Like he, like, I think reached out, was like, you need to get this guy. They're kind of looking for a face up guy. Um, so started taking the gym a little seriously, got on the Paul Dawson regiment and, and, uh, headed out to Utah and it was amazing. Like we, we weren't allowed to leave or anything, but um, we were, you know, it was met a lot of new guys and it kind of rejuvenated my interest in, in field lacrosse and I had a pretty decent summer and then kind of rolled it into this one. And it's been good so far. We we're hitting our star right now. We've had a few injuries, like I said, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying field lacrosse again. So it's, it's a really good experience. The PLL puts it as much as, you know, I say a funny little chirp here and there. Um, they definitely put on a good, a good uh a good little thing there and and yeah. the broadcast is awesome and i think it's something that that the nll can <laughs> hopefully take note of and i think they are going the right way but it's, it's super good for the game and the, the turnouts for most weekends thus far have been good so 
it's uh, it's always nice if you can be full-time lacrosse, and they're definitely doing a good job of kind of putting that on the forefront for the entire sport. Yeah, no doubt. But, no, for sure. They do a great job, man. That's uh, I'm still working and, on Paul. Like, I'm saying, I keep telling the coach, like, we need to get this Paul Dawson guy. He's like, I, this guy. I'm like, he'd be a hey, great man. Kid. I'm still in the gym, baby. Okay, let him know. I'm still in the gym. And 36, that, turn to 36, I'm ready. Dad strength, too. Exactly. Congrats, it's, by the way, on that. I think I texted you, but. No, I don't think you did, but thanks. But I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy though. I had this kid, and then I literally went to the gym, PR'd my bench, squat, and deadlift. I was like, "Fuck, let's go!" So this oh, side, that's you may not cool. you may not want me in the PLL, but I'll tell you, keep your head up in the NLL because I'm probably going faceoffs this year. I just got the call from Hazer, so I'll probably break your wrist with my dad's strength. <laughs> hey, Andy, yeah, he's he's did he did all those things with his dad's strength, but he also sent me a five minute voice recording last <laughs> night, like cleaning up his desk space because he pocket dialed me basically. So he's doing he's checking every dad box now. That's awesome. <laughs> just say hey, good husband, good dad, you know, hey, good teammate. What, what more do you want? Wrist, if you're going to break my wrist, make sure you do it in Rochester. No, yeah, but that would that would just be for me overpowering you, not from a slash, just overpowering <laughs> you on the clamp, on the old clamp. You've been doing the old hockey work today with the, the, uh, you had the weight on the end. That's it. Well, I couldn't get in the gym, right? So COVID, I made one at home, and yeah, my forearms are just massive. Oh, I know what that means, Paul. You know <laughs> that too. Hey. Yeah, you know, wife was yeah, don't, pregnant. Don't do it. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll stop. <laughs> we'll go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh man. So wait, what, you said that your lease is up at the end of this month. Are you gonna move somewhere else, or what's the plan? Well, like the board is still kind of fuzzy, right? Like half the people are saying it's good, half the people are saying it's bad. Like I think <laughs> we just Tony, talked about that. Yeah, it's fucked. It's did tough. you guys? Well, yeah. <laughs> no, like my- right, right before we, we hopped on, I was like, I want to go see my buddies in New York, but like I'm trying to read the fucking government website, and it's like you can't drive without a visa but you can fly but then flights are a fucking thousand bucks it's like they're just all the airlines starting to try to get all their money back it's just it's a big money grab like i could drive i drove over in may and like it was a headache because they were trying to get our visas and they were telling us we were going to get them you know two weeks ago and we we're still waiting so i drove down i was good with my visa i got vaccinated the same day and then i had to book claire a flight so there was 500 bones down the drain and then i had to get her a special test i couldn't just go into prhc and get you know a normal test i had to get a special test and it was another 350 and just a joke yeah so like now i know brody's been doing it but i don't know i don't trust anything and i think we have to get our own tests on our own which is like 250 at the buffalo airport and this and that so i'm just i'll find a spot down here there's tons of buckeye fans so i'll be literally couch surfing for yeah you know, yes. hopefully our championship run coming up here you're see that's just the it's we got to contact uh the fucking pardon my take guys take care of their fucking face-off guy they're the owners of the team we got to get this guy put up maybe in coach meyer's place maybe maybe you start negotiating that tonight when you go for dinner is, is get the extra bedroom in his place i'll just head over there and never leave i'll just go down the basement and curl up on the couch but what are you, i'm staying i moved in show up for dinner with your bags packed just yeah. throw them on the ground hey coach thank you thanks for having us <laughs> But oh, yeah, it's awesome. It's good. Anyways, uh, I, I assume it's going to be all cleared up by NLL season. You can only hope, right? You never, yeah. like, no one knows shit. Like, no, it's all down to the border guard, in my opinion. If you get a good one, you get a good one, you're over. If not, you, you're stuck at the border. So, yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. So, it's hopefully it works out. We got fucking, we got indoor dining opening up on Friday, though. That's massive for the Ontario boys. So, it's, yeah, I mean, I feel for you, boys. I, I've been for the last two months, like the, the yeah. first weekend we got here, we went out. 
to a, to a bar for some drinks in there. It was like two, 300 people there. How good did it feel? Oh, it felt amazing. Eh? At the same time, like I would, we, me and Claire were like scared. Like we were all, we were vaccinated at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're still like, it's so weird that guys are bumping into you at the bar or normally you'd be like, you know, watch where you're going. You're like, thank you. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I needed I missed, that. I missed that. I really missed <laughs> Do that, that again. <laughs> Punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> Uh, so, oh, yeah, Paul, you got anything else for him here or what? We should, we no, keep- man, I don't, I, that was great, buddy. Um, we don't want to keep, I know you got to go move into coach Myers place. So <laughs> I don't know if your bags are packed yet, but honestly, man, thanks for coming on, buddy. You were, yeah. uh, no problem. I, I got one question for you though, Paul, who, who, uh, who's the best rookie that you've ever, you've ever had the, you know, the pleasure of, of molding. Well, if you didn't interrupt me, I was going to say you were a beauty as a rookie, man. You, <laughs> you came in. You got that nice smile. You just, you know, you, you get right in the mix right away. You're a beauty, but thank God you're a good Fogo. So we, we let you get away oh, with it. Damn. What a way to end it. Oh <laughs> That's God. amazing. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Well, good, man. No, but- Listen, yeah. Good luck the rest of the way too with the, uh, with the water pups. I know I was more of a announced more. I was more of a Chrome guy, but uh, you know, I definitely on the, on the water dog side as well. We got to with the Canadians you guys got there and, and uh, I'm, I'm a fan of the jerseys too. So we'll both expect a Withers jersey in the mail as well, just for getting out there. But um, sounds good. Yeah. Well, there's, there's room on the, the wagon. So um, if, if we, if we make a championship run and bring that puppy home, yeah. I would expect a nice big uh, flat of, of cottage springs for the boys. So oh, no keep problem. that in mind. No problem. Where is the finals again? I think it's in DC or Philly. Mm, okay. Okay. On the East coast there somewhere, one of the hotbeds, but okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks boys. I appreciate it. Eh? Yeah. Thanks Wizzy. Appreciate it, buddy. No All right. Problem. Have, you, have a good one. We'll see ya. All right. Well, thanks to our buddy, Jake Withers. Um, you know, hell of a guy, hell of a character, Peterborough boy. Our producer says he could kill everyone in Peterborough would be the toughest guy there. I think he's got, a, he's got some work to do. Yeah. Um, cause there's some creatures, but, um, yeah, again, I, we want to thank everybody for listening. Um, actually, before we end it, what the fuck were those power rankings of podcasts, Paul? I mean, how did we go down? The first one, I, I respect it. We were six. So I'm like, okay, we're, we're new kids on the block, and we're getting a little bit of hype. And then uh, we get we get knocked down. But, hey, the bird gang came out in full force. Oh, fuck yeah. Somehow, somehow we went from being number like six or seven, six ranked, to some guy asking us to come host a clinic in Milwaukee. <laughs> it's actually pronounced Milwaukee. Milwaukee. <laughs> so that's uh, uh, unreal. Hopefully that we can actually work out. I think I, I saw him send us a little Twitter DM. He wants to get yeah, us but I actually, like, again, we don't know who runs a social account, but whoever was messaging him, I, I actually, we will get it going. It'll just, we'll have to kind of time it like perfectly, but yeah. It, it actually would be so much fun to go do a box camp. And like, again, this is kind of part of the reason we started this podcast is to spread the box game around and get stories. So yeah, it'll be interesting, but it's, uh, it was kind of cool to, to see that. And like a guy being like, yeah, man, like we need to get you guys down here and do it. So. Yeah. That's uh, I like, it. but it's, it's, hey, there's going to be bullshit. half the guys are going to come out of there knowing how to fight. The other half are going to know how to miss the net. So it'll be a hell of a <laughs> fucking quick. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, listen, we're excited. We got, we got a really, really cool one coming up next week too. Um, if he doesn't bail on us, we're not going to jinx it and give out a name. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We got to stop doing that. We've, 
we got a couple offers on that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, listen, I appreciate you guys listening 10 episodes deep. We want to keep growing this thing. I know uh, producer Nick's got some big plans for, for everything going on. Um, despite our Twitter battles again, we don't know who runs our socials, So could just be Nick fighting with himself, but who knows? But uh, yeah, thanks to the sponsors. Thanks to cottage Springs. And, and thank you guys for, for listening and our buddy, Boston Levi for all the tunes here, but uh, he's going to have some live concerts soon, Polly. We're going to be a little oh, yeah, back, big so. time. Um, hopefully get some stuff figured out there, but again, thanks for listening. We'll, uh, we'll chat with you guys soon. Cause you never, ever want to work for it. Take your first ride and run, baby, run. You got a spine of steel and a roar of thunder. Desert